hello, hello. Thank you for witnessing another shit show episode of Sweet Release Healings Roundtable After Dark, where we lose all of our filters. We have the original roundtable, and then we have roundtable after dark. I'm sure you can figure out what that means. Tonight's topic with Tiffany Spencer and Charity, as Sharon and Morgan are our wonderful and amazing producers, the constant state of shifting energy how we feel in that energy, why, and what we do with it. I don't know how we're going to stay on topic, but God's be with us. We probably won't because someone is going to mention something nature related and we're all going to devolve again. I definitely closed my phone too fast because I already lost track of what we're doing. Excuse me while I write this down because I'm that age. I have to write everything down. So... The constant state of shifting energies, thoughts, experiences, complaints, grouses. My first thought goes to, it's easy to blame. (laughs) Like when I mess up, (laughs) energy shift. (laughs) Um, But like, it's actually kind of funny. I, I was saying something. And Morgan asked me something the other day and I was about to give an excuse and spirit quickly said, aren't you sick of giving excuses yet? Ooh. It's like, oof. Wow. I, so that's good. But like, I think I have kind of been using this like, oh, there's a shift. I'm, I'm not feeling my normal self. And have we done that? Has anyone else done that? I've become very introspective. Like it just today, there's this woman that I very, very much don't care for who is going through a tough time. And I just heard in my head, like treat her with love. So I went out and got her flowers. Like I very much am questioning back and forth in my own head, my actions to make sure I'm, Staying more balanced. That's all I have. (laughs) And that's it. Now move on. Somebody else pick up from here. (laughs) I like what Spencer was saying about the blame. Jeez, I loved to blame everyone else. Before my gifts got really strong. And, you know, spirit did just like they did with Spencer. Did me dirty as well. I loved to blame it. I, you know, if everybody else would just get in line, if everybody else would just do as they were told or what I needed them to do, my life would be so much better. Everything would be so much easier, but I didn't even realize how self-serving, how judgmental that was, how selfish that was, like just how ego driven of a statement it was because I wasn't honoring anybody else's path. And that's the thing that pisses me off most about everyone else. Like what a hypocrite I was. I wanted everybody to do what I wanted them to do when I wanted them to do it. And I wasn't interested in necessarily, at least not knee jerk who they were as a person and why they were doing what they were doing their way. And, you know, it, it took someone close to me to stop and say, why do you get to be the lead? Why can't they? Why can't they be the lead in their own lives? Like they're not imbeciles. I was like, that's 
you know, you've seen my exes. Are we sure about that one? But, you know, she really gave me a roundabout moment of everybody gets to make mistakes the same way you do. And everybody gets to experience life the same way you do, too. I don't like it, but it taught me a lot about growing up. It's funny you actually say that about how people are imbeciles, but one thing that I've been thinking and trying to keep in my mind recently is to not attribute things to malice, but rather incompetence. And not incompetence as, you know, they're just dumb, but that could just mean not aware. So that they're not aware of the things that I'm going through, and I'm not aware of truly all the things that they're going through. So it doesn't necessarily mean that actions are done maliciously. But we take it personally. I know I do. I definitely take it personally. Absolutely. And it's definitely been something that I've been trying to remind myself and work on. It's not personal, even though I feel that way. I have to remind myself time and time again, they're doing the best they can with what they have to do you think you still take it more personal now than you used to though like you think you're more aware of it i think i still get the shock and awe like my first response is kind of taken back yeah and then it takes me a second to be like oh okay but i'm getting faster at realizing and has that been since like the calibrations have been happening like that you've started noticing this more yes absolutely it it definitely forced us to be more mindful of others especially especially where we have the discord community and all of us like the woes i feel like have been pretty heavy on the life is real channel right now right like everyone's going through stuff and i think it's kind of nice to see that um it's not just me right like i don't want to be happy that other people are dealing with it but like i am being more mindful now and like you're saying i i have started to know that, that and like respect other people um, and it's, it's, it's nice to be able to start having that mindset. There's also- Do you think it's because we're taught, sorry. To... No, go ahead. Do you think it's because we're taught to do that? Like to focus on your own thing and not worry about that other person over there and what they're going through and that kind of thing. Like, do you think it's taught or do you think it's something that's just innate in the human condition where it's just the selfishness of survival? <clears throat> Let's worry about it. I know when I grew up, there were a lot of men and women who would pass judgment on others, no matter what they were doing. Yeah. And it was very comparative. It was like, like my grandparents love country music. Love it. Every kind of country music doesn't know. It doesn't even matter if it's brand new or if it's 50 years old, they love it. But any other kind of music, look at these idiots, these stupid this like so much judgment because that's their favorite kind and i know that that was passed down i know it was because the belief system doesn't actually make any sense that only a certain kind of music is right whereas any other kind of music is wrong that doesn't actually make sense and especially listening to my grandfather he would come at it with so much emotion that i would kind of look at him like I remember being a little kid being like, you all right? Like, are you good? Like watching the Patriots halftime show. Oh God. (laughs) I'll never forget. 
oh, now they're going to do this. And they had like Waylon Jennings on there. And he was like, watch, he's going to join these. And he was so pissed that he joined them because he joined the Black Eyed Peas on stage. And they all sang a song together. And I thought that was heartwarming. You know, I got like the feely feel feels. And I was like, that's so cool. And meanwhile, my grandfather next to me is like having a freaking coronary. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was a music crossover. I feel like I feel like that generation was taught to take everything personally. Because I don't think that the human condition is selfishness. I don't I think it's the abnormal human condition is selfish and judgmental, is that ego driven of checking to see what it's on other people's plates, not to make sure that they have enough, but to make sure you have enough in comparison. Yeah. I don't see that in communities that are tight knit where they are capable of meeting demands and needs of the body for survival and they survive together. Like living in this tiny close knit community I see a lot less judgment than I did living somewhere that was far more populated. But this is a harsh environment and we have to survive on each other with each other. Cause if some, if someone here runs out of oil or, um, firewood, there's their home and they are screwed. This community is so giving that it's amazing. I don't think it's a natural human condition to be selfish and to hoard resources. I think that's an imbalance of a human condition because when humans needs are met, they are some of the kindest, most beautiful creatures I've ever met. I've ever seen across the universe. They're so sweet, eternally hopeful and charitable to each other. Maybe that's just my experience though. Um, my mind keeps on going to like, if we, if we look at kids, because at that point, like that's going to be the most innocent, right? Like that is humanity at its startest or humans at their start and stuff like that. And then I, I think the hard thing is, is like, I, this is, this is so much more than nature versus nurture and all those talks, because there's so much that plays into it. Like I trauma trauma is going to cause selfishness um religion will cause a different level of it um and and i agree i think it is abnormal for us to be selfish i think we want to and how we feel when we are able to give i think explains that because no one has taught us that feeling right like that feeling is just an innate like dopamine boost right like hey i was able to do this for someone today and like you feel good about that um but there's been more times where when i do act selfishly even if it's like in the in the way of a boundary i feel bad i don't feel good there's negative emotions behind it even though i'm doing what's best for me um but i see it as selfish and i think that's the learned behavior mm. Interesting. I don't know where to go from there. I don't, I don't need, I was just curious of, of 
if it's something that that's taught like because when we start out for survival you have to kind of like make sure you have what you need right it's kind of like you said if everybody's needs are met then we don't necessarily have that <clears throat> so where i guess we got off track with from survival to supplying all our needs and turning off that selfish part and giving back to people i guess i just didn't know if you thought Perhaps it was a learned behavior or just something that started in survival and we let it get out of hand with ego. I know for me it was taught. I can't yeah. speak for all humans. Right. But I definitely know for me it was taught. It was look at what they have and make sure you have enough. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But Which um, fucking drives me nuts, by the way that mentality of looking at someone else's plate to make sure that you have enough drives me fucking bananas. The constant comparison of like, do things because they feel good to you. If giving to somebody feels good to you, then give to them. But how often have we heard like parents say, all that I've done for you, I gave and I did this and I did that. And they get all pissy about it. And it's like, if you didn't like doing it at the time, why do it? And I feel like that kind of stuff pushes us further and further toward that ego-driven side of things, which is being heavily challenged right now with a full moon coming up and like these big energy shifts that we're all feeling and experiencing since freaking March, which I would have liked to have had wrapped up by now, but apparently we're not doing that because it's a slow progression. And I'm like, awesome. We love slow progressions. We're here for all of that. But it drives me fucking bananas to see it over and over and over again people are like oh here like use my pen and then they're mad at you for using their pen and you give the pen back and they're like checking the ink levels what are you doing if you don't want to give out your pen don't fucking give out your pen i feel like it's that simple i think that also might be a taught behavior too because just looking at my past my mother was always the one that had like two or three jobs just to make sure we had what everybody else has had growing up it turned into me becoming a mother and her being like well make sure you get this for the kids make sure you spend enough time with them you're not home nearly as much as you should and i'm like you weren't home either so like mm -hmm. here we are <clears throat> so i definitely think that pushing yourself and pushing yourself like sharon said to light yourself on fire to keep others warm is definitely right along the same same lines it's all very conditional it sounds like i'm hearing like we put people in power and then they put conditions when we put them in power or not that we have the ability to put our parents in power like we're given what we're given um but there's a condition that i feel like the older generations have kind of always had and i think it's really interesting if we're talking about generations um how heavily the media has gone after like millennials mm -hmm. and their lack of like buying houses and all these things and we're just like we just can't we can't afford it and so it's funny that like there's all these generations that were doing that and then millennials come around and they want to go after them in the media of saying that they're destroying all these different things and we're like we don't need them Mm -mm. That's we, don't not napkins. we don't need this many napkins like relax right right 
I actually make jokes with my friends constantly, like fucking millennials. I'm the oldest millennial generation. I'm the oldest. And it freaking cracks me up every time. It's <laughs> so mad. And people will look at me funny when I say it. And I'm like, I'm a millennial. That's the joke. They're like, oh, there it is. We can Down. joke about it because we are it. Yeah. I can joke about it because I'm not taking it personally. I don't give a shit how you view me. I don't fucking care. Exactly. <clears throat> I've hit that point of age where I've hit the buckets. <laughs> I don't fucking care anymore. Be mad at me. Look at my cup. I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm thinking about smaller cultures that are like the more ancient cultures. And like, it's reminding me of what Jenny said. I think it was last week or the week before where we don't have any rites of passage anymore that we complete so that we are now adults in our parents' eyes. We are kept as children until our parents die. And then we don't know what to do with ourselves. In those cultures, though, where we have those rites of passage, we see a society that functions more on an even keel, more on a level, and it's judged, people are judged more by their actions than their, like their inner worth than their outer worth. And it fucking drives me nuts that in this modern society, we've shifted so far away from what actually matters. And, you know, part of me really wonders, with this big energy shift, how people are going to survive this. If money and the stuff and the wealth keeps losing value as fast as it is, and people are more about how they feel about themselves at the end of the day, how's this going to work? There's going to be a lot of crying in fetal positions. <laughs> oh no my island no it's gonna be over there they're there <laughs> you're okay let's use your gifts now uh, what does spirit say spirit <laughs> <laughs> said i'm being an asshole stop being such a fucking baby <laughs> Um, Sharon said something earlier about flowing with it or like find out <laughs> flow or find out right mm -hmm. and I, I think that's kind of what this is getting at is like you guys are losing power and like you can't control this ready or not here it comes and I like it's it's got to be a flow because each new day is going to bring something new and if you can't bend with it you're gonna snap i feel like saying that's what lube is for <laughs> you gotta bend it's not what you're gonna get it's not gonna be painless Spiritually. it's gonna sting <laughs> Charity covered her. So <laughs> <laughs> speak. Peppermint lube? No. Oh, Ooh. that's spicy.
I said it's going to sting without the lube. That's why we need the lube, Morgan. Oh, they should. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to not take this drink of water, even though I am very thirsty. I'm like. Is that your new merch? Highest light lube? It is. It is. It's um, formulated with only organic light. <laughs> Carbon zero. Spicy version. We do have a spicy version for Morgan. It's called... Extra empathy. Yeah. Way to kickstart your, your empathic gifts. Don't even think like spiritual sex toys hasn't crossed my mind before. What's it gonna look like though? Giant starburst, I think, is gonna sting a little. Could go for a flame. <laughs> for men. Just saying. <laughs> Are yeah. you safe, Sharon? Sharon rails off. Yep. Done. Done. So hold on. We're really going to do Are You Safe, Sharon shirts? <laughs> Was I in the bathroom during that one? <laughs> I don't like that one. SRH handcuffs. Oh, we'll write ego on them. This will be feared out judgment, condemnation, and comparison on the left. Can I be right. fuzzy? No, because the ego bart bites. So that no fuzzy. You gotta feel that steel to get past it. You gotta face it. And we're gonna make them shiny so you can see yourself in them and face the mirror of your own ego. See what I did there? You've been thinking a lot about those handcuffs, haven't you? I have not actually. <laughs> Because his hands are so big, he doesn't need them. I'm not worried about it, so meh. Y'all want to keep fucking turning this shit around on me? Fine. You turn this shit around on me. <laughs> Daddy said no. <laughs> I seriously ordered that daddy t-shirt. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it every fucking day. I'm going to wear it to every workshop there is. You should. I'm totally doing it. It's scripty too. I got it a size smaller than I normally wear. So it's flooded on me. It's going to be Morgan great. Needs <laughs> Morgan needs to create a, a idol on Discord that's daddy. And it's just Andrea in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't and then mommy for, mommy for Sharon. Sharon. There you go. Look at her. I can. We know you can. Just because you can't. You know, Peter Parker, great power comes great responsibility. So she double dog dares me to say that to the, the guy next date night. We don't do date nights. We do the what are you doing? <laughs> we don't date. We're adults. We go drink beer by the river like adults. We go get mosquito bites like a fucking dolts. Yes, that is what I call it. 
that's what adults are calling it these days. Because <laughs> that's literally what we did. We went to the riverside with a pack of beer and got a bunch of mosquito bites. Um, ma'am, a whore never tells. <laughs> Andrea got baptized, if you catch my drift. <laughs> or I did the baptizing, whichever. <laughs> it's 2023. You do you. Yeah. As Morgan says, I'm a top with Dom energy. So there we go. I guess I'm just going to own that one tonight. So she does dare me on the next time I see him to say, daddy says no. And I fucking will. He's going to be very confused and quite perplexed. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't it. happen. Pictures or it didn't happen. He's going to be pissed. He's be like, why do you have your camera out? Put your phone down. Like, nope. <laughs> Smile for the camera, babe. Daddy said no. <laughs> I like that Morgan says she calls it public indecency there in Canada. There was no public. It was just us. Relax. No public was there to be indecent around. Just the geese. There were no geese, surprisingly. <laughs> There were no geese in the spot. There were a lot of um, lightning bugs and fireflies, though, which we argued on what they're called. What do you call it? That poor, poor beaver. I know. She's sore today. Um, fireflies. Fireflies. You call it fireflies? I said lightning bugs because they were white. Because, like, lightning. Lightning strikes with that white-blue color. They weren't orange like fire. <laughs> We don't have those in Utah. Are they not? Utah. Are they are they not straight enough for you guys? Is it because they're multicolored? Yeah, it's true. Because more fighting. people trying to take the rainbow away from God. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're charity. If you have Charity fell off her chair for just another second on your bingo card, Yahtzee. More. You can go. <laughs> can we met, like, bet bingo? Bingo bet cards? Bet no, bingo. no. We can't have any more merchandise. Oh, the okay. merchandise is fucking ridiculous. It's, like, five pages long now. You need a wetsuit to get through it. Dramatic. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's fantastic. Continue, please. Never <laughs> Do you know Spirit tells me I'm dramatic and arrogant all the time, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Tell me that. And then I'm like, they're right. Yeah. Just prove their point. There you go. That's, I'm here for it. I'm here. Because realistically, part of like this energy shift is I'm hearing them even better than I used to before. And now I'm feeling them even more in the room, which I haven't since I really first started stepping into this as an adult. I used to feel them in the, enter the room all the time as a kid. And now I'm like, okay, there's one, two, three of you. And like, they walk right in and I'm like, what's going on? That's a cute little formation. I like the outfits. Whereas before I was like, oh, somebody's here and something is here and it's big energy. You know, like you'd feel that pressure coming in. And now I'm just like, what's up, yo? 
Join the shit show. Let's go. It's a good show. (laughs) (laughs) We do stuff. How many stars does the show of humanity have right now? (laughs) I'd give it zero if I could. (laughs) I'm not going to drink this water. It's going to go everywhere. Somebody spit out my water once tonight. I don't even know what that was about. B Y O N P. Yeah. Bring your own notes plug. <laughs> oh, bring. Jesus Christ. Okay, so in saying that, I just got the weirdest impression of a being coming in here. And I thought it was just me being a fucking doodle. And then I was like, nope. Like, that's a thing. And he's kind of standing in the corner, a little, like, not hesitant, but, like, almost frozen and kind of going, like, are you going to you gonna scream? Are you going to freak out? And I'm like, not this bitch. Weird. Um, this, Okay. This is a weird one because the impression I get when I look at him is definitely demon energy. But when I look away, it's the classic archetype of a demon with the big, huge leathery wings and all in black and like the big horns and like eight feet tall, you know, like I'm like even like the long black tail and I'm looking like, but then I look over there and I'm, it's very different. You guys want to hop on this line? I know Tiffany's already there. She, I don't even know why you were like, when I said you want to hop on this line, she went dink, like, like close the last inch. She was like, yes, yes, yes. Cause this is, yeah, that's not mine, not owned. It was like the more the merrier. Just passing through, just checking it out. Like, what are we doing here, bud? I love that. Also, I really like that spirits coming in that corner lately. Like they're not, I feel them passing by the front window, like quite literally passing by the front window of my office every once in a while. I'm like, what's going on here? But then the last few times that they've come in here, it's always from that corner. I'm like, you guys know that that's a bathroom in someone else's apartment. Tiff's having fun with this one. Do tell, share with the class. Daddy says. <laughs> That's the new game, Daddy says. I think he's more interested, like, you're not scared. You like to play with us. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I keep getting, like, that freeze frame, like, don't panic. Like, I know you see me. Don't scream. Don't scream. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nothing. Not afraid. He's very chill. Just like, meh, we'll see what's going on. What are you doing? Yeah. He, he reminds me of a stoner when he relaxes. Yes. Like, dude, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I'm having fun with this guy. I'm like, hey, you can hang out whenever you want to. Yeah, you got to duck on the ceiling, though. Hey, okay. Not duck quack. Duck, like, tip your head. Different duck. 
You should say that out loud, Spencer. I don't know why you keep chatting in the text because they can't yes. hear that. I'm not sure if you knew, but we're doing a podcast. It's a listening thing. I did. I did erase my immature comment because you said they keep on coming in the corner. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I found that a lot recently that beings are coming in a lot more curious too to what's going on down here. Almost like it's safe down there now. Yes, like all the time. And then they'll come up and they'll be like, so what are we doing? What is this all about? Yes. And I love that. That really interesting, like, I don't normally, like, every once in a while I get that. I don't really fuck with humans mm -hmm. that come in. They're like, I don't really fuck with humans. Like, I got shit to do where I'm at. I, I'm aware of y'all. Do your thing. But then with, like, the new shifts, they are, they do crowd in. And I find that super interesting because a couple of years ago, the demon, I mean, um, the dragon energy was starting to come back in. Mm -hmm. And they said, because humanity is safe again, because we can, because you're letting us. And I thought that was so cool. And now <clears throat> there's a lot of off-worlders that I feel coming in close. I feel like the non-corporeals, they're like, we're here all the time. Like, we don't fucking care. We don't care what you humans are doing. Like, we're untouchables, right? They're like, we come in and out whenever we fucking want to. But the off-worlders, it's like there's two teams, super dedicated to humanity, could care less, like just kind of shrugs humanity off. And it feels like there's just like those two teams. I don't feel like there's much in between. And I'm sure that there are, but they could like give or take. They don't care. I had uh, one sitting next to me while I was doing my last Give Focus session in level four. She was right here and she's like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you explaining it this way? And I had to go back and then explain to her how humans process things and why I was taking that certain route. So that way she could mm -hmm. also learn from what we were doing. I see that a lot with the non-corporeal beings. Mm -hmm. They're like, why? Just let it go. Just stop feeling that way. And I'm like, baby, I wish. I wish I could. Um, Sharon brought up a really interesting and important topic that I really wanted to discuss with you guys. So <clears throat> in the channeling last Thursday, a certain being came up and they were in that group that I've never really talked to or paid attention to that much because I'm I'm a star seed. I'm an off-worlder here for humanity. So I kind of fuck with the group that is here for humanity. That's where I get my information predominantly, etc. I rock with that group. But this one came up and was very odd because they didn't necessarily fuck with humanity and they were harboring some resentments and belief systems about humanity because they were very close with Gaia before she became a planet and very much could not understand why. And it was weird because like their hand movements were different and I could feel, that's what I remember the most is my hand movements were, were weird and just different. Like my fingers felt weird and different. And I felt like I was constantly moving things with my fingers when I was touching them. Even now I'm like, ah, that's a buildup. Like I feel like I was creating something. Like almost was like a- Was that what you were doing? Um, 
similar. It wasn't just this. It would they would stop and they would wrap some of it. And it felt like it felt like weaving a spider web of information though, like a connection. Like I was building a bridge of connection. Like my fingers were constantly moving in sacred geometry-ish. It was weird. And I felt like my neck was really long, but fluid. And my head was like an oval shape where kind of extended a little bit at the top. And I felt just very, very, very non-human. And it was a race I'm not used to talking to. And I remember feeling their inquisitiveness, their like kind of like lamenting sadness about their friend being in the planet and being part of the planet and they can't play together anymore. And they can't dance across the galaxies anymore, which is a beautiful image that is stuck with me that I can't quite explain. But anyhow, at the end, there was a lot of judgment about that one being. And I felt that one being pull away from humanity, like, well, fine. You're going to say these things about me. Why am I going to come up for you again? And it hurt my heart. So as we talk to these beings who are coming up, not just us, but anybody listening, I urge you to remember that they have feelings too. You said judgment. Where, where, did, where was the judgment coming from? From the people who were some, not all, some of the people who were watching and part of the live. Uh, it w I'm sorry, channel. It wasn't a live. It's a, so I do these really small channeling events. There was like six people max allowed. And I only do them once a month because it takes a lot out of me. <clears throat> and I could not stop crying, feeling this entities detachment from humanity when everybody, not everybody, I can't even say that when a couple of people were judging it and were trying to make sense of it. And they were like, what are you serious? And it was, it's so hard to explain because it's not human level, but it was very much like a, well, then I won't watch you. Like then I'm not, if you're going to treat me this way, then fine. If that's your belief system, fine. And the detachment of it, was wild for me because it stuck with me for a while and it wasn't detachment in a cold way. It was a detachment from the human existence. And I felt more like spirit in a human body. Like I was here for a purpose that the things that mean the most to me didn't, not that they didn't matter anymore. It's that they were their own being and they got this they and their team have this and i felt very detached and i felt it's so hard to explain because it was so fucking weird and anything i say makes me sound like a psychopath which i assure you i'm not i have been tested it's uh i'm not i but it just uh sorry what tiff i was in that one and i i remember that because you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I'll be absolutely honest. At first, like, I was a little creeped out, like, oh my God, it took me back for a second. But then I really tried to tune in because, you know, that's just what I do. <clears throat> and I had a very beautiful interaction with. She appeared to me as a she, but it's really like an it. Yeah. But then they said to me, that's why I like you with like these 
the same weird finger movements. Mm -hmm. Just said, but that's why I like you and hung around with me for days after, Mm -hmm. which I didn't expect. I thought they were going to just flip off. And honestly, I felt that kind of same connection. And that's who I felt with me during that gift focus session that she was just like, okay, well, you're nice. I'll kind of learn off of you a little bit because I think she was just looking for understanding. Mm-hmm. She's so curious. Yes. So, so, so curious about what is the big deal about humans is kind of what I kept hearing. What is the big deal about them? And I stick around and find out then. Oh, now I feel bad. Oh, you don't have to. You really don't have to because it wasn't. That's why I said it's so hard to explain because our emotions carry a completely different energy and weight than theirs do. Detachment for them is just kind of like, all right, well, if you don't want me around, fine, I won't be around. It wasn't, I'm leaving for good, screw all you guys and take my bat and my ball and I'm going home. It was, then I'm, then I have nothing to learn from you. Who do I have to learn from? It, I'm not going to lie. It broke my heart a little bit because I was still in my human feels and it broke my heart at the end. Hear that. We have to remember that these beings come to us of their own free will and they impart to us eons of information and love and experiences and we need to treat them with respect with bare minimum interest and compassion and i know that how many times have we been afraid of something and we've jumped back and put up our wards and said no 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 until we learn to relax So Sharon was saying that she can't be heard right now, but she saw that I had a visceral physical reaction to the way that that entity was feeling. Yeah. And she's saying it's because I was so, so attached to that energy. I was to that entity. I was physically feeling it. And that's true. I did because I really liked it. I I was like, ooh, you're new and different. Ooh, you're exciting. That's and I, I just keep saying the same thing over my head. That's new. Ooh, that's new. And I love that. I think in these shifting and changing energies, we should expect more beings like that. Mm-hmm. that I think yeah. it's really Jinx. I was just going to say, I think it's really interesting that like you were channeling a different being and, but you as a human, humanity is able to feel both sides of it, right? Like you understand that feeling of someone being like, fine, if you don't want me, then bye. Right. And you understand that emotion, but then you also understand the other side that like humans do do that. Like something new and strange and different than us. <laughs> no, we're not going to, we don't, we can't use you. We have no use for you right now but in all reality like there is that level of like we need to respect them for who they are and what they are and their knowledge that they have it's just really interesting that humanity can feel all of the things that in that moment you felt so many different things it was a lot 
I will say that channeling was a lot. It, I knew it was going to be big because all day long I was near tears and I was, I was getting nervous, not scared, but like, fuck, this is going to be a lot. Like, am I going to be able to recover from this? And it took me, it took me a day. It really did. After that channel, I felt really detached. I, I, I felt very dissociated. It was a lot to channel. And there were a lot of beings who came through. And that one that came through that was so different from the rest kind of like barged their way in. They kind of just hopped right in and was like, what is this? What is this? And I, I remember bits and pieces of it. I don't remember all of it. And I can honestly say I barely remember the other entities. Like I know that they spoke of... Um, I know that they spoke of love and I know that they spoke of having so much compassion for others that you let them have their journey and stop trying to save them from themselves. Let them work it out. But that one, more of that one has stuck with me. The shift of energy have made it so these other beings have the ability to come in more and connect more. Yes, it's easier. Easier? Yeah. Uh, It's thinner. It's not like walking through mud. It's like walking through plasma now. So we have, they have the ability to come teach us and we need to be aware of like, there's going to be new beings that are coming to be able to offer us more knowledge and experience. Yes, but we always have, but because it's the, the, the viscosity is thinner now, you'll hear us more and better. It won't be such a effort to come through um they're reminding me of a time where they were on the other side of the veil and the veil was thicker and humans were just bleeding out and they didn't stop the blood and they were like hey that red stuff needs to stay in your body like put a tourniquet on you're gonna die and you're losing it And how hard it was to get that information to humanity then. Whereas now it's, there's so many of you actively channeling that it's, how could it not be easier? That's kind of what I was thinking. Like it's, we're getting, or you're getting more of that big energy and stuff. And and you have another one coming up, don't you? Because that day you had that channeling. Oh, like I knew it was going to be rough. Well, I say rough. Because, um, I don't know, just things that had happened that day. Because, like, Terry was in there with you know, and I was like, oh, crap, y'all have channeling today. And I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be great for y'all. So I knew, like, something was going to be really, really big for you guys whenever that happened, when you were talking about the channeling. I think, though, that because all of us are, like, paying attention and really, like you said, opening up and channeling, that that it makes it thinner where it makes it easier. But not only that, but they're like, Hey, you're paying attention. You're actually trying to do better. So let's go see. Let's go see how they're doing this. How did they get them to turn around and start to do better things? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that bear energy's coming in to see what that is. Maybe I don't know, but I don't think that's the first, the last or, that that one went away forever either 
that they'll be back. I don't know. I've heard it's true that I float away and I float back, but not as far back as I used to be. And it made me feel like I'm out in outer space and I'm looking at the blue pearl, like from an astronaut's perspective. Interesting. So Sharon's putting in the chat that one of the things I said during the channel is they gave a warning to that. They said that when the veil is pierced, humans will panic. I don't remember that part. So I'm asking, they did, why panic? What was the description and why the panic response instead of awe? Because when I stop and I think about it and I say, okay, well, what happens when the veil is pierced like that and there's like holes in the veil? <clears throat> Why wouldn't humans be like, oh my God, that's so cool and see like the shining light of it. And they said, those who can see the shining light of it that can feel it will be in awe. The rest will be too much differentness, fear response. Sharon said that that came on the heels of a new earth in the channel. And how we as light workers cannot save others who have turned from the light. But you can save yourself. And it will be painful as demon energies run rampant, but not demon energies like evil. It's demon energies like chaos and pushing them to the light. Was it? Why? I, I will have to agree with Sharon on the religious trauma. Why? This is, this is bringing up a lot, a lot. And I, I'm sitting over here, like trying to ask, like, is this what I learned about the second coming? Is this those, that second coming, the times when evil is rampant on the earth and then Christ will come back and save us all. Like that is everything I've learned. And you're saying all these things. So I'm sitting here trying to get my own confirmation. Like there is, there's a lot that you're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, for those that are listening, sharing is expanding of on the religious trauma piece now that's not something i even thought of well obviously because i'm channeling but after the fact either is the religious trauma piece because it's funny when you were like when you said the second coming they were like uh try like the eighth we've tried this so many times before and there was sarcasm so i was like okay here we go and then no, it's softer than that. It's softer than fire and brimstone and what your text would have is what they say. It's, it's even to the point of, we were talking about time earlier and I was told towards the end of the earth and our trials and time that time will speed up because we will not be able to keep up with the evil that is running rampant. So they're trying to end it quicker because Satan is mm. trying to take over. And so they're like, time will be sped up so we can get to there faster. 
I keep hearing no, not true. I know that someone is chomping at the bit to just come in and channel and say this out. Do it. <laughs> I keep hearing, do it, do it. Do it. Like Spencer, did that cause you to panic a little bit? I, I, I am a bit more, I, and I, this is, this is the fear that I've been since I've been in this, like it's, I'm trying to cons like decide what's true, what's false. Like what is, what is it? Right. Because there are truths that I've learned from the church that I get confirmation of like, yeah, that is truth. But then there's other things that I'm like, what, what is it? And to be honest, like the second coming part was a very fear-based talk all the time. Like mm -hmm. if you're not prepared, if you're not prepared, right. And right. so like the talk of time earlier, now this it's, it's, popping up right it does pop up but you have to remember you're looking at it from a different perspective mm -hmm. and from a different place of feeling right that, because it will because of everything you said yes and i think this is why people will panic is because they've been taught like us that this is a terrible thing right. and it's not necessarily i think i think that's where you're going to get like your panic from is from not knowing, not understanding, or just, I don't know, like me, been in church forever and ever and ever. And when you said it sounds just like it, I'm like, yeah, it does. But Spencer, it feels different for me. You know, you got to get to the, you know what I'm saying? Like it feels different. On that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, you're fine. I was listening to, okay. Your book is wrong, dear one. And this is all we can tell you. Your book is wrong. There will be confirmations when they speak of love because love runs rampant and compassion is endless on this planet. It is interwoven in the very fabric of your being. But the fear is such a misinterpretation of what we have to say and have said for so long, your evolution is inevitable and it is right and it is time, but your book is wrong and you fear this because if your book is wrong, then you feel untethered and where do you go for answers? And you will finally have to admit to yourselves that the answers lie inside of you with us as it has always been and always will be your book lies to you with false promises of salvation but it leads in control our channeled message to you our channeling was of love and compassion and guidance for that is what we do. We do not punish you and we will not. Those who have turned from the light will struggle as they do now. It will be no worse than it is now but it will feel worse to you as you watch them knowing that a higher path is so much easier to walk 
than a lower path. You'll wonder why they've put, picked the stony path that hurts their feet and twists their ankles when a beautiful paved nature path that is gentle on the body is so readily available. If only they would accept your outstretched hand and climb the short hill to walk with you. And then you both could smile in the daylight and breathe in the air of nature and feel the sunlight on your skin, the birds singing, the spruce smell, and be one with all in peace and help the others that would in stubbornness arrogance, a lack of even wanting to try to move. You'll wonder why they chose that path when this one is so easy. This is why we warned you to focus on you and your path and to only help those who would accept your outstretched hand. Let them learn that twisted ankles stop them and that bruised feet make them hobble so they will look for a new solution. The message was to empower, not to fear. Your book lies to you and keeps you in fear. Your book lies to you, and you know this to be true, but you worry who you'll be without it. We can tell you who you'll be without it, and you will be free. And there's quite literally a human who just sprouted big, huge white wings and now gets to fly in sunshine. That is all. Click. Oh, Spencer, I'm sorry. You're crying. Are you okay? You sure you're okay? You're laughing, crying now. I do that. Are you all right? Well, I wasn't even supposed to be on tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I know. Brittany couldn't be here, and I was like, can we see if Spencer is? Out of nowhere. And then... I'm sorry. No, it's... That was for me. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Like the, the amount of confirmations and it's just where I am like the amount of times lately that I'm like I just want to spread this I just need to spread this to people like they just need to know and I'm trying and I'm just it's like you, you want your loved ones right you want to go to your first your loved ones first because um, you know how it feels and you want it for them and you see them struggling and you, you know that there is that lighter path, like you channeled, like there is an easier path. You don't need to have all that pain and stuff like that. And I just think just this last year, everyone's like, Spencer's doing so well. Why isn't he doing worse? Right. And I'm, it's this, 
Like, I know that there's so much more, and I want them to know it. So that was just, uh, I don't know how many generations worth of healing right there. <laughs> As long as it was healing. Oh, totally. That, uh... Oh, no. I knew there was a reason why I was here. <laughs> I almost said no. Um, we had some stuff going on, and I was like, no, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> and I know why. Still, I'm sorry made you cry that's the part I don't like I know you're sitting here saying it was healing it was healing but still I feel like an asshole now I'm sorry I know I shouldn't be sorry they're yelling at me they're like why are you sorry <laughs> stop saying you're sorry I hope that clarifies the channel How are we all feeling? Tiff, did that help it clarify for you? Because I saw you said in the chat that it was, you feel like you were at a different channeling because you took it very different. Did that make more sense for you? That part. But now it has me like reevaluating kind of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying she took certain things and it felt super poignant. No, no, I get that. I think this is probably a good place to stop. We've hit an hour. Yay, after dark. I just want to say. I appreciate you all so much. Tiffany, Spencer, Charity, Sharon, Morgan. I really do appreciate you all so much for being part of Sweet Release Healing in the first place. For your faith in the spiritual message and then learning to develop it on your own. It's a really beautiful thing that I am honored to have been able to witness. I love you guys, truly. I do. Thank you all for listening, for watching and being part of Sweet Release Healing and this very interesting After Dark. I hope everyone has a beautiful evening. See you next time.